Welcome to Season 2 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Rebecca Tiplady, the owner of Monty West's, a clothing brand that champions women in agriculture and beyond. We're going to chat all about this, what the clothing is like, and also just chatting a bit more about women in agriculture. So Rebecca, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. No, no problem at all. So sort of first of all, why don't you explain why you set up Monty West's? So um, I am, uh, uh, right, I am, um, I have three brothers and I'm the only girl and I'm, my dad's an agricultural contractor and a farmer. I live on a hill farm with my partner and my life has just always been agriculture but not necessarily working directly on farms and what have you. Um, I have done a lot in hospitality and bits and pieces like that. And in 2019, I had my daughter, Anna, and um, I just made the decision not to go back to my um, job, which was working for a um, steel fabrication company that worked in the agricultural sector. Um, and I thought I could survive on my outside bar business that I had, um, which had been, I've had for 21 years, uh, Rebecca Tip Lady Events. And unfortunately, I managed to get the summer of 2019 under my belt. But 2020, as we all know, COVID struck and all my events and everything got cancelled. But that was kind of OK because I'd fallen pregnant by this time with my son. Um, and Monty, my son, was born in September 2020. And I think it was about two or three weeks after he was born. It suddenly dawned on me that COVID maybe wasn't going to go as way as quick as it came. Mm-hmm. And the six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks I thought it was going to last was now probably going to potentially turn into years. And my calendar for 2021 with events was looking very, very shaky. And I just thought, I need some kind of income. What can I do? How can I diversify, but still be a stay-at-home mom? And what can I do? And the idea came to me about a clothing company and I wanted it to have a niche and I wanted it not just to be a clothing company. And I've always had a passion for women who work in agriculture Mm -hmm. and I am surrounded in Teesdale, Barnard Castle, where we live with a lot of young ladies who do an awful lot and are very passionate about their roles they play in agriculture. And I thought I need to get behind those girls and start shouting about them. Um, And that's where Monty Wests came from and cowgirls don't care and it's cowgirls don't care for excuses so there's no excuse why you can't drive a tractor carve a cow lamb a sheep race a pig whatever you want to do and it obviously since the brand has grown um i've realized 
it's a lot more than just farming as well it's like these girls who drive wagons yes everything and anything to do with life as well not just agriculture it's a massive thing so and so obviously the name's inspired by your son the Monty part what's the West's part got to do with it (laughs) so um I was I was brought up on our farm called West Hall and um, I live currently at West New Houses with my partner. Um, hope I say currently, I hope it's going to last forever. <laughs> um, and I um, have the farm, I have, sorry, I have my pop-up shop slash storage slash office on my brother's farm, um, which is called West Roods. So it's, I've took the West out of all those three addresses yeah. to finish the, the part of the Monty off yeah it's it's such a a good niche like you said to go into um with the fact that sort of more women potentially are coming into agriculture and these kind of jobs showing men that you know they can drive wagons they can drive tractors like you said um and if you you were touching on the cowgirls don't care for excuses thing so is that kind of like a range or a collection or is why don't you sort of explain a bit about that and your clothing so um I chose cowgirls don't care because um we're not cowgirls we're girls <coughs> excuse me we're girls and um obviously the cow relates back to the agriculture and don't care well we do care but we just don't care for an excuse and I was always taught there wasn't an excuse because when I was growing up with my dad being an agricultural contractor, if he needed an extra trailer driver out silaging or if he needed uh, an extra muck spreader driver or if he needed, it was me that had to go. Um, And it made no difference to my dad that I was a girl, although he had already had three sons and they were driving. Just because I was a girl didn't mean I couldn't do it. There was Mm. nothing stopping me. Um, and dad used to explain to me what he wanted to do and how it was doing and set me off and like very patient with me Um, and I'm very respectful to my father for all the opportunities and what have you he's given me in life and I see quite a few other men like that with girls and um, it can become quite sexist sometimes anything and everything in life um you can't do that you're a girl well yes you can there's nothing stopping you so there's no excuse why you can't do that um I can remember once my dad's um setting me off with a tractor with two 12 ton muck spreaders linked together and I was like dad I can't do that and he was like why can't you I was like have you seen the size of it it's massive I'm going to hit something he said well just make sure you don't off you go yeah (laughs) there's no excuse why you can't do that and that's sort of the way I've been brought up as well you're obviously very busy like you're folding some of the clothing now when we're talking packing it and stuff what what does the logo of that look like or or why don't you um, a bit of the clothing that you sell as well so basically, what I've, the collection of clothing, I've tried to make it so it's practical to work in. Um, and it 
it does you for a job but you can also wear it to go to the auction mart wear it to maybe go to the pub um i'm not saying by any means that you should be wearing it to go to a ball or any fancy thing like that but basically for example the quarter zip that i have here mm -hmm. um on the front and on every garment we have the mw for monty wests so that's on the, the front left breast of every um garment then on every arm we have the cowgirls don't care mm -hmm. logo and then that's re replicated on the back yeah and um i when i pack everything i try to fold it and pack it into the box so the first thing you see when you open the box is the logo from across the back of the garment so it's you opening a box and it's literally saying cowgirls don't care yeah. um but the quarter zips it's just a, a practical piece of clothing that you can work in you can what have you in the hoodies that we do um this is the new cross necked hoodies that we brought out for our first birthday in november the nice warm garment for obviously winter time which is what we're currently going through minus two here last night mm. um and yeah, the coats that we have, I practically live in mine because where I live, it rains, but it doesn't rain like in normal places straight down, it rains sideways. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're a good waterproof, warm, dry coat, but a practical coat that's lightweight for you to work in. And uh, yeah, we're just growing, adding bits and pieces as we go. We also do um, footwear we have a dealer boot that's a unisex dealer boot um and they're selling really well um hats caps headbands bits and pieces and i am learning as i'm going i'm by no means a expert fashion connoisseur <laughs> i'm just somebody who's trying to spread the word and run a business yeah and so is it just you in the team? Sort of, you mentioned you're packing it, packaging the the um, How what's yeah. that like? So basically, I'm not in a financial position where I can have a PR department, a HR department, a packing department, and what have you. So um, the beauty of having it here on my brother's farm is that I can come here when I want at whatever time I want and do what I can do around the children. Mm -hmm. um, so my children are in um, childcare two or three times a week and that's when I'm here. But quite a lot with us being like an e-commerce business, a lot's done on my mobile phone so I can be out and about and answer emails, check orders, order stock and what have you. Mm. Um, but the majority of what like hands-on stuff is all done here at Baldron on my brother's farm and I do rope in people to help me and um, we had our first ever Black Friday deal in November right in the middle of Storm Arwen so we yeah. had no electric for 10 days um, so that was one of the coldest times packing up all our hundreds of orders um, to get them to the post office and I think I went the post office three times in one day wow um so yeah it was mega but uh i am very lucky i have a very good 
family around me who support me and encourage me and help me where they can. Sometimes it's not appreciated, but majority of the time it is appreciated. So say before COVID and, you know, you... <coughs> you have imagined this would be what you were doing was it ever something you when you were a child you thought you know I'd love to do ag clothing and sort of that kind of thing no not in the slightest when I was a little girl like all little girls you used to play shops and I used to have a den down the yard by the diesel tank and I used to mix um, milled barley with water and pretend it was a cafe and I was selling the cakes to the cats and the pigs and the sheep and whatever else was wandering by but no way did I ever think that when I um, grew up it would be something that I would do and I think it's just a bit of evolution your life you don't know what road it's going to take so you just have to ride the ride and do what you have to do definitely <coughs> do you um you recently did a, a photo shoot of sort of your clothing and things and that was something I saw um from Amy Wilkinson's Instagram who took part and she was she's been on the podcast obviously a champion for women in in agriculture as well um, and saw little snippets of that was was that kind of the first time you've been able to do something like that to get these sort of pictures of of the clothes sort of in situ no so um basically we were very lucky with the fact that um all the models that I have are called my Monty's angels and um every single one of them has some link to agriculture and has done something that stood out to me and I've always thought do you know what I, I want to see that girl do really well so for example um Annie Harker one of my um, Monty's angels she um is very big with the Swaledale sheep her family are very good with the Swaledale sheep and what have you and Annie um in 2020 went to Kirby Stephen, took sales and sold um, the family's breeding sheep on her own because her dad wasn't very well in hospital. And um, for example, Sam Mitchell, she um, is fantastic. She's trying to get her own like livestock built up and what have you. She goes to the auction mart and she bids on animals and stuff to buy for herself to bring back to the farm. Becky Dobson, what a woman. She works alongside her dad breeding um, cattle and taking them to the suckler sales, always coming back with the rosette, um, very passionate about her livestock and what she does and feeding them. Katie Fallon, another one of my Monty's Angels, she um, lives, on her, lives on a farm with her um, mum and stepfather, helps out, helps out her boyfriend on the dairy farm and um I asked all these girls questions about you know what's their ambitions in farming and what have you and um Katie's was to become an agricultural journalist she's been to Harper Adams she came out of Harper Adams she got herself a job um working with eggs um I don't know how much of that I can tell you but then she's gone on and got herself recently a job with the Farmer's Guardian as a column, as a journalist. And she's 
striving and reaching for what she wants to do. There's no excuse, nothing's stopping her. She's getting there. Chloe Yarrow, another girl away down at um, Bishop Burton College Agricultural. Um, she's done a tractor test. She works on pig farms. She's worked on like lambing for farms. Nothing puts her off. She gets on and has a go. And that's what really inspires me about all these girls. They are fantastic. And I recently got Amy Wilkinson, who you know, and Becky Giles to join the family, the Monty West Angels, because Amy is just, wow, she's brilliant. She's so passionate about her livestock and spreading and educating people, giving them the correct information. Mm about what happens in the agricultural sector um, and with her salt marsh beef and what have you that she's doing. You know, quite a lot of young lasses just would be like, oh, be right. But Amy cracks on. Becky Giles, away driving cattle wagons out there with men who are like, do you want me to back that in there for your love? Uh, mm -hmm. No. Becky can do it. Every single one of them that are um, Monty's Angels are because of their passion for the agricultural sector and their yeah. attitude as well, their great attitude. Yeah, and I think like you've just demonstrated there how your sort of business is very much, it's very, like you said, like you're a family. It feels like, you know, like you, you've just listed a lot of those girls and you sort of, you know, like a lot of detail about them all. So I think that's really nice that like the listeners and people can see that you're very personal with them. You know, you, you're not. And, and that's what I want it to be. I want everybody to realise that they are special. They're just not just a number and, and like each one of those girls are, but there's many more girls out there that since I've started the Monty West thing on social media I'm seeing these different girls who are achieving things and it's just like fantastic that they're trying and yes they get kicked back and what have you but they get up they dust themselves off and they try again yeah. and that's so my photo going back to the original question about the photographs we've been able to do our photo shoots because we've been able to do them outside mm. and we've been able to use things like tractors and animals because these girls are around them all the time mm. so it's not a forced or fake photo shoot any of our photo shoots they're on quad bikes and what have you these girls can do that yeah that's what they do day in day out they're not yeah. a model i don't get model agency girls I get real girls and Monty's West is about real girls and cowgirls don't care. It's about real girls. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I, I liked the picture of, was it Amy sort of with the roses sort of bashing oh. some on the head? <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor Dave. Um, so basically I wanted um, some men photographs of men in the boots to to, to educate people that our boots are a unisex boot and men can wear them and I was stood there and I thought you know Dave's a cheeky little swat and I'm going to get my own back on him here so I was like right Amy take that bunch of roses and donk him over the head flat out she's got the thorns in them doesn't matter Amy just donk him on the head because it'll make a brilliant photo yeah it definitely <laughs> it did. did you so you, you also do a bit of a blog 
I think. Um, yeah, we've done some blogging. I need to be more blogging. I need to do a bit more blogging. So what do you sort of write about on that? So we try and make our blogs factful, truthful, but we don't want to um, create negativity and we don't want to become very political. We want to be more of an educational basis and and explain why dairy cows are kept and farmed the way they are and also back and support local produce like yes. Amy uh, and South Park beef um, and you know that like, we just want people to be educated shall we say yeah, keep about educating people. But well, you're presenting it's presenting the facts, isn't it? It's presenting the yeah. facts to people when in a in a kind of like you said a non political like in a non biased way. You're sort of like, well, here are the facts. This might not be what other people are saying, but this is what we're saying. This is where our food comes from. This is the carbon miles our cows have. If you buy yeah. them local, it's less. And then you're sort of giving people what. What people might not know, I think in the pandemic, so many more people have started shopping locally again and the beef boxes and things have become more popular. But I think now with the environment, so many people are, are um, wanting to know from the farmers directly, well, where's that come from? What's that got on it? You know, I think yeah, it's really yeah. changing. It, it, it does. And another thing that I've become more aware of since becoming a mom and my little girl starting nursery is, like when we're driving along in the car we talk about things and she tells me things about what the other children are eating at nursery and and um she asked for avocado the other day because one of her little pals at nursery had had avocado and I said to her I said well they come from a long long way away um avocados what you know and try to explain to her about um how far they travel and what have you and obviously to a three-year-old that was an awful lot of information to take in but then we drove past a local dairy farm and the cows were on um like stubble turnips feed kale kind of what have you outside wintering and uh we call them the cow cabbages and i tried to explain to her about how those cows get milked and the milk goes to the shop and, and we buy the shop and we get the milk and we drink it and that's from a local area but mm. we can't grow avocados around here because it's not hot enough and we what have you yeah. obviously it's hard to explain to her but then it got me thinking about so other people's children do they educate like try and explain to the kids about food and what it's, have you or, yeah. it's almost like we've as a as a nation but also as a like a, a world if we want a food we want it now where it's it's not yeah. like you know if you want strawberries you could get them now from i, I was just about to say that to to you, you seasonally you can look forward to the english strawberries or sort of in lancashire you can look forward to the form be asparagus when it's really yeah. in season and tasty compared to when you, oh you might be able to have it now but will it be as nice yeah the strawberries one is a, a, a tick the box exactly because my mum's like, oh, you can't have that strawberry. It's from Spain. We only have strawberries if they're British or Scottish. And, and it's 
the queen apparently only eats certain fruits and veg when they're in season and can be got locally yeah. and um I'd, and I had the other day some my daughter had the other day some strawberries and she said mommy they're not very nice they taste woody and I was like yeah well I shouldn't be buying you them at this time of year because they're not in season I'm buying them from abroad carbon footprint everything like yeah. that but we've become lazy shoppers and lazy eaters and British farming needs to be championing its produce and yeah. what have you so supporting these women and hopefully encouraging the the farming community because it's not just women as well I know we are cowgirls don't care but there's a lot of young lads who are not from agricultural backgrounds who are coming into farming they need to be encouraged as well yeah do you um think that's kind of the biggest issue in agriculture just to sort of shout about the produce you know so many of the farming community in Lancashire and sort of all my wider family farm up up north in Lancaster up that way do they do they shout about it enough do you think about their produce they make or do they not shout louder than the alternative that is being currently screamed <laughs> well a bit of me um thinks that our farming community has quite the British outlook on it with the stiff British upper lip and you know let's not make a fuss let's not do this and well what we're doing is right we know it's right but we didn't tell the people it's right we'll just um just get on and do what we're doing but then you've got your other side of the story who haven't got all their ducks in line, all their facts correct, and are shouting and making a lot of noise and misinforming people. Um, well, it's, it's like and, soya, or or um, you see, you see what I find annoying is I'm I'm lactose intolerant, but if I go to oh. get if I get a coffee, it has to be soya or oat milk or almond milk. Whereas realistically, they could just get lactose free in. Um, <laughs> just a minor little hate I have. But it's kind of like soya has to be made in like rainforest, get chopped down full of soya to grow. Whereas that's not as good, is it, than having milk from sort of down the road? Or it's it's just getting that that into people's heads I guess and sort of I think women in agriculture are helping because maybe they've and I, 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 this might be sexist but maybe they've got a better approach at sort of you know Amy does a great job on our Instagram educating how, about it yeah. and it doesn't feel yeah. shouty and it doesn't feel I'm right you're wrong she does it in a very good way and I don't know if because it because maybe women <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that but maybe uh, yeah I um you said that comment might be a bit sexist but is it the fact that um women are maybe sometimes a little bit more and please don't take this the wrong way but a little bit more clerical and they um can write about it a little bit better on their posts and what have you but then saying that will murray a farmer from scotland and um drew another farm from up in scotland who i follow on tiktok daily uh, doing stitches on tiktok and doing um 
and getting blocked on TikTok and what have you for their facts and the truth about farming. Mm. And I've sent both them lads a pair of boots as a bit of a thank you to say, like, keep going with what you're doing and and, and educating yeah. people. But it's sometimes it turns personal. And, um, you know, the vegans and the activists and what have you start slating the farmers and then the farmers come back and everyone's a Karen and people are snowflakes. <laughs> and it, it, it's, the story's getting lost and the information's getting diluted and it's not coming through correctly. Yeah. Do you and, think it's harder for women to get into agriculture? Or, you know, like... Or say, say like I wasn't involved in farming and I wanted to be a farmer, didn't have a farm, didn't know how to get into it. Do you think like it is still harder for women or do you think it is changing and it is becoming more balanced? I think it's changing and I think it's changing for the better for the women. I think the whole, it's evolution, the whole how people live their lives and what have you changing see some women are going back to work after giving birth and the the fathers are staying at home and looking after the children and what have you I think it's just about encouraging people to like chase the dreams and do what they want um for example there's a girl um another TikTok follower, a girl I'm following called Apprentice M, who again goes to Bishop Burton College. She works on Joe Seal's farm. Um, Joe's on TikTok. He's only been on a couple of months, but he does a daily morning, folks, and him tells everybody how him, him and Emma are feeding around the beast and what they're doing and what have you. And uh, I sent M some stuff the other day um, because it was Apprentice week and Em's on an apprenticeship with Joe and I was just I was just sent her some private messages and said look Emily I think you're doing fantastically well you're she's got a smile on her face she's doing something she's enjoy, enjoying and that's another thing if women enjoy being farmers why can't they be farmers they don't have to be secretaries they don't have to be housewives why can't they be farmers Hmm. why can't they be wagon drivers why can't they be entrepreneurs why can't they do what they want to do and you know I said to Em keep up the good work you're doing amazingly and she said thank she said back to me thank you very much for your support it means a lot to us I'm blown away and yeah. I was just like bless her yeah definitely Em so what's the future for you like what's the next steps for Monty West's <sighs> <laughs> who knows um I have got a right bee in my bonnet now about Monty West and I do want to push it and I do want it to be successful um and I want it to help help use it to spread what I'm calling the Monty West love which is you know that women can do it and let's get out there and do it um We'll just have to wait and see. I have got some bits and pieces planned that hopefully will come to fruition throughout the year. But yeah, I, I hope to get it out there. And eventually, you know, I wouldn't mind if we get into a financial position where we're doing quite well, where I can offer like apprenticeship schemes for younger people and bits and pieces like that. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be but, 
but we're a little bit away from that yet but if anyone wants to talk to me or message me or anything like that then please feel free to do so um yeah I just can't give everybody who messages me and and or rings me a free coat and a free hoodie or a free quality because no we just can't quite do that just yet understandably so so would you potentially be at sort of country shows in the future with like a stand to sh- to sell your stuff I'm thinking how can how can people sort of buy from you so we have our website that you can buy off um, and we literally have shipped um, from Land's End to John O'Groats. We have sent a lot of stuff to Northern Ireland. We're currently working on how we can start getting items sent to Southern Ireland um, because we have a massive audience in Southern Ireland on TikTok, TikTok and Instagram um, who are wanting our goods. It's just the obviously we're no longer in the eu and that's causing issues so we're trying to work through that um and yeah we're going to be fingers crossed a few shows in the north of england um that'd be really good hopefully we're going to start supplying some independent um country stars as well further down the country in the future as well so yes there's a lot in the pipeline for us I am a one-man band and I do have two children and I do have my outside bar business as well. So we've got a lot to get on with for now. So what are your social media like handles if people listening want to have a look or want to place an order? Um, so the website is um, www.montywests.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, they can follow us on social media, which again is Monty West tiktok we're monty west and facebook we're monty wests um and we do when you do place an order with us every single person gets one of our very famous and very sought after at the moment um cowgirls don't care ear tags key rings um we have had a lot of requests for people just to buy these but um unfortunately we aren't selling them you only get those as a thank you if you place an order with us so um yeah there's an incentive oh yes these fabulous keys they're everywhere (laughs) well i just want to thank you for coming on today i think it's been really good sort of chatting about obviously the clothing brand but also women in agriculture and agriculture in general we we don't do enough to to speak out about it so it's good to to share that with everyone Oh, well, thank you very, very much for having me and like i say if anybody wants to message me or talk to me about you know if they have concerns about what have you i'm more than happy to listen and help and offer what advice i have and what have you but i just want to tell everybody stick in you know you'll get there in the end